Good morning, good Shosh Hampurim. Um, we, we are Rosh Hashanah on Lamed Aleph, Lamed Aleph. We finished yesterday, in fact we discussed the, how Purim fits into the, into the, uh, the Gemara here, which talks about the Issa nowadays to be, to be, Mamani Sechik Pinu, to, to fill our mouths with, uh, with laughter, with enjoyment, why we don't break glasses on Purim. And we basically explain because Purim is not the here and now. Purim belongs to the time of the future. Ozi Moni Tzchayipinu belongs to the time of the future. There's man of Mechiyas Amolik. And we explain the whole idea of, of Purim was to try and get towards that, that, that darga of what we refer to as the Tzchayas Amitim, the Gemara we saw it, we didn't see, but we quoted from, um, from the Gila, where Rabbi Shech did Rabbi Zeira, and then he performed Tzchayas Amitim. We said because at that point of Tzchiyat Amesim, the idea is that the Gashmias is raised up to the level of Ruchnias, and I should have pointed out, that's Peshat, that we do that through the wine. The idea is, Adar Yodav in Ar Homan of Baruch Mordechai, Homan being the Gashmias, Mordechai being the Ruchnias, and we're no longer sure which one is the Ar, which one's the Baruch, which one is the Gashmias, which one's the Ruchnias, because it all becomes one. It's all raised up to a certain level of Kedusha, where it's absolutely everything in it, and it's in a level of, of absolute uh, unity. Just one question, which is perhaps, we'll just uh, start with this today, and that is, why was it that Rabba waited till the next day to Dublin for Rabbi Zera to, to perform Tchiyas Amitim? Why did he only bring him back the next day? Why not on, uh, on Purim itself? So since today is Shosh on Purim, I think it's particularly apt to to suggest an answer, you could say he was too drunk, so I think one of the forest ones I, I saw. But uh, it could well be, where exactly they were, we're not, I don't know if we, if, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not sure if we know, but assuming that they kept Purim on Yudalas, it could well be that the whole idea we've been speaking about, the idea that everything is raised up to this level, that only comes on Shoshan Purim. It's clear from the Yerushalmi and Megillah, it definitely seems to be the case that Shosham Purim has a certain extra level of Kedusha over and above the Purim of Yodalit. And that's already hinted at in the number one, the fact that it's on Tesvav. Tesvav is the center of the mountains when the moon is, has reached its completion, which is uh, when we are completely reflecting the light of the sun, we are completely reflecting, Tabiyot on the Moshal there, but we are completely reflecting the light of, 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 uh, of our Kodesh But it's absolutely clear to the world that... Uh, the glory of Hashem is, is in its completion. And that's why the Rashbaugh says, the Rashbaugh says, in his Kedusha Agodis, in, in his Hatzot, he talks about that, that's why um, uh, Pesach is on Tesvot. He says, actually, that's the time when, when, when the Malzol is at their strongest, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu, but after that point, um, showed the world that he's even stronger than, obviously even stronger than the, than the Malzolis, etc., etc. So it's the Dafka in, in the middle of the month, that's why Sukkot as well, is also Tesvot. So, so too, there's a certain extra Kedusha on Tesfot, that's when the full revelation comes about. But it's more than that. It's also the fact, what, what is a walled city called? What does the Gemara Megillah call the walled city? Calls it a Kraf. The word Kraf, the Gemara of the Aramaic, we find Kroich Vatoni. It means to wrap it all into one, learn it all together. That's the idea of a Kraf. Of a walled city, it's got one wall which unites everything, and that's the idea which we're talking about on Tesfot. When everything becomes one, the Gashmias, the Rufnias, everyone realizes that Eno is Melavadi, it's all our Whereas the word for a non-ruled city, an unruled city is Pruz. Then Pruz, Prozi. Pruz means to be disconnected, dispersed, broken up, broken up. And that's on Yudalad. Yudalad is not yet, it hasn't reached 
that, that sense of completion. Therefore, the Yudalad and the Tetzvah, they come, they come together. Perhaps the Yudalad was when he shechted him, that was when he separated the Ruchnias from the Gashmias. He separated the body from the, from the Neshama. That's stage one. Stage two came, was a follow-on from that. That was when, on the contrary, which I think it's Ramban, I think possibly, not Alasaira, but it's, it's a, a safe attribute to, to the Ramban, I believe it is, where he says that the, the Neshama can't wait for that day when it's going to come back into the body and raise it up to the, to the level of, uh, of Kedusha, of, it, of itself. And that's why, perhaps, and, um, why he waited till, till so to speak, Shosham for him. And that's the day, obviously, we are today, and even though we're not in uh, Yerushalayim, but uh, it's well worth noting we're sitting now, standing, sitting in shul here, which uh, is, is considered to be Eretz Yisrael, for the Yoko, it's other states as well, another Gemara Megiddo where it talks about Laman Yerba Yemechem, Yemei Benechem. In fact, it's not, it's uh, even in, in, uh, in Prophet, in fact. It says, Tamo Omar, we have this ready idea. Why, why is it that, uh, he said, when he was told, Ikhla Sabi Bavavav, there's old people in Babel, so he said, how can that be? Laman Yerba Yemechem, Yemei Benechem, he said. Sorry, Adoma, Hashem Yishpa Hashem. The, the, Arich HaTiyonim, the Arich HaShonim is where? It's in Eretz Yisrael. So how can there be, how can there be old people? In Babel. So once he heard, this is the, the Gemara we had, we had this earlier, uh, was once he heard them, that, they get up early, I think it was Tafres, once he heard that they get up early and they, they go, go late from the shul, he said, oh, that's the, that's the reason. Yeah, it was, was Tafres. And we said the idea is because we have to realize, I think it's the, the God, the God, I think it possibly quotes the, quotes the Medrash which says when the Beis was destroyed, so all the stones, the stones of the Beis were strewn throughout the world. Wherever a stone landed, that's where a shul or, or a Beis was set up. So therefore the foundation of a shul, the foundation of a Beis HaMedrash is Eretz Yisrael, and therefore says the Kriyakar, that's why the man Yerba Yemeshim 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 People who get up early to go to shul, people who get up early for a shir, stay late for a shir. Through that, there's no such thing as yomim because peshatis they are living in Eretz Yisrael. So that's, in, in, in that sense, if we're in Yerushalayim, if we're in the Beis Hamikdash, then in that sense we can tap into the kedusha of Shushan Purim and uh, to the to the to the extra minor which we saw with Rabba and Rabbi Zera Dafka on Shushan Purim. Carries on the Gemara. We're on Lamed Aleph on about ten lines down or so, a bit more. Uh, the two dots there. Tana Rabon has been taught in a brighter. In Ovidim is parallel, one doesn't stand up to double. We already learned from the Mishnah that the frame of mind that a person has to put himself in before davening is mitosh kaved rosh. He's got to have that sense of fear, of subjugation to our Kodesh Baruch That's how he has to approach the Tzvila. This brighter is going to teach us something slightly different. Ain homes in this panel, you don't stand up to Dharma, no bitoch din, not from a din, but no bitoch dvahalokha, not from dvahalokha, ero bitoch halokha pasukha. Not some learning, it's got to be a halokha pasukha, a clear cut halokha. The idea being, because if you've just been learning something in depth, then there's the danger that you're going to be thinking about it during Dharma, your mind's still going to be working on it. If it's a halacha pesukah, there's nothing really to debate. It's clear, clear cut. Says the Rabbi Yehuda, but following that 
following that, uh, that uh, line of reasoning, even the halacha pesukah shouldn't be what he calls the halacha pesukah chamura. It shouldn't be too complicated, too, it should be stranger, too deep. Because if it is, and you're back to square one, the person will still be thinking about it just to get his head around it during davening. They say, I, th- I think they, they say, I might say with the God that once during davening in the middle of the Shemana Esra, suddenly an answer to a question which had been bothering him, it came, it, it, it came, came to mind. So he stopped for a second just to, because he can't continue davening like this, just to put it in a compartment of his mind, and then he continued davening. And after davening, he wanted to go over it or write it down, and he found it as God. He said it was because he stopped, he stopped davening to do it. So he said you can't, during davening your mind, there's one Torah l'chud, one Filah l'chud, they've got to be completely set. I think the story goes to Dalman and it came back, but uh, he doesn't to get the answer back. But this is the idea, we've got to be careful. On the one hand, we want to go from Torah to Filah. On the other hand, it has to be in such a way that we won't be thinking about it during, during davening. Ask the Gemara, the Hechi Domi Adolfa Pesukah. What is Adolfa Pesukah? Give me an example. So we get a few examples here. Omar Abayis is Abayis. Kihadir Rabbi Zera, like that's of Rabbi Zera, the Amar Rabbi Zera, because Rabbi Zera says, "Benayit Yisrael hechmiru al Atzmon." The literally the daughters of Yisrael, the women, the Noshim Tzikonis, are machmer on themselves. Shalpiru roiz tipas dam kercharzol. That even if they see just a tiny drop of blood, the size of a mustard seed, Yisheves alehal shivanikir. She sits on it seventeen days. She keeps seventeen days. What's the mustard seed got to do with it? I mean, I'll tell you as well, there's no, there's no shear for the amount of blood she's got to see. Let's, let, let, let's, let's just recap what exactly is, are, are, are the Dine Tore, what's the Dine Durabonon? I mean, I'll tell you, I mean, I'll tell you that there's, there's a cycle. And the cycle is, when a woman first sees blood, she becomes a nidah. I mean, I'll tell you, a nidah can see blood every day, it doesn't make a difference. As long as, by the end of the seventh day, in other words, the first day is counted as the whole day, when she sees the blood, that's day one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. On the seventh day, at the end of the day, as long as before Shkia, she stops, she can then go to Mikvah, and she's now Sohoi. Now she starts what's called the Yud Aleph, this 11 days of potential Ziva. And in those 11 days, now, the next 11 days, if she sees any blood, if it's one day, she becomes a Zobah. But what type of Zobah? She doesn't really become a Zobah. She becomes what's called the Shemeres Yem Kenegad Yom. She's been Tomei. She becomes Tomei for one day. So she's got to keep one clean day. That means the next day, make sure there's, 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 uh, there's no blood. She can go to Mikvah and she becomes Tomei. Fine. But what if she sees two days running? Well, once again, Shemeres Yem Kenegad But if she sees three days, on the trot, then she becomes the proper Zob. And then she has to keep what's called Shiva Nikim. That's where the Shiva Nikim comes from. She's got to have seven clean days. The truth is, on that last day, strictly speaking, on the last day, she can go to Mikvah uh, during the day. The, and, and strictly speaking, I mean, she does. That's no problem. And strictly speaking, she could be, she could uh, have relations with her husband. The only problem is, they're worried if afterwards she sees on that day, then the Mafreya it causes problems. That, that's Sugil Sugil Zanidl. Fine. That's the Dine Torah. Okay? And once she's had the Shiva Nakiyim, she starts again. Next time she sees that, she'll be a Nidl. 
And if she doesn't see blood at all for 11 days, and then she sees blood, she'll be in Nidah again. That's how the cycle goes. Nidah, 11 days, Nidah. Just one point, and that, there is a famous shift of the Rambam, just to complete the picture. The Rambam's got an amazing, amazing shift, which has to be fitted with the figures, but all the Rishonim, the Rabbi Yonahib, in fact, he disagrees with it. And that is the Rambam shift is, that once she becomes a Zobo, it, it literally goes 7, 11. 7, 11. Says so the Rabbinian, according to the Raman, that means that if after 11 days she sees blood, even if she hasn't had Shivanakiyam yet, she was a Zobo. And she hasn't had Shivanakiyam, but that blood would be blood of Nidal. So they, they ask it. It seems connected. Come on, she's obviously got a certain Mahalish throughout all the Gemara. We don't pass on like the Raman. So that's Medine Torah. Now, for various reasons, which I said is more, more sugi than Nidal, so we're not going to, we won't go into it, but the basic idea was. They added Chumrah on top of Chumrah until eventually, eventually the, the, it came down to the stage, what we've got nowadays is, because women may get mixed up for various reasons, therefore, nowadays the minute they see any blood, they take off all, all Chumrahs. They see any blood, we assume them to be a Nidah or a Zobah. We don't know which one, so therefore it's Chumrahs or both. Meaning, that you've got to have the Shiva Nikim on the one hand, they have to be seven clean days, because maybe she's a Zobah, I should only seen blood once. Okay, we're Cheshish, maybe she already saw the day beforehand, or maybe it was a build-up of blood and she only saw it today. Maybe it's really three days. Yeah? Remember that point, we're going to come back to that in a second. And therefore, with Cheshish, maybe she's a Zoba, so she has to keep seven clean days. On the other hand, maybe she's a Nizel, which means that she can't go to Mikvah until almost the end of the seventh day. So there was the Chumar Zobot. Now we should be able to come back to our question, says the Rabbi Yonah. What is this thing about Tifas Dam Kacharga? Because I'm a mustard seed. You know, then I'll tell you as well, there's no shit. If she sees the smallest amount of blood, so she'll be a Zoba or, or a or an Idah. What's, 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 what's the Kharga got to do with it? So says the Rabbi Niyona, the Pshat is, because remember, if she sees the smallest amount, if she sees blood, what do you, why does she see, need Shevanikim? Because maybe she's seen three days running. She's because I know I haven't. So what do we say to her? Yeah. But maybe the blood was already, there's the base hachit and the base hachit, the base hachit inside the woman. Maybe the blood was already, halakhically already, made, made you enter as over the first day and the second day. But it only actually presented itself on the absolute outside on the third day. You didn't see it till the third day. No, maybe. Because it's only when there was a, after, a big enough build-up of blood. But if she only sees a tip out down Kacharga, she only sees a bit of blood, the size of a mustard seed, so what's the likelihood that that being the case? Only a tiny bit of blood that was already for three days ago, there's been a build-up. That's the problem. And that's the halakha pasukah, that's the first halakha pasukah. They took upon themselves, this is obviously the halakha, and it's not just a chumra anymore, this is the halakha, Well, what I'm saying is, if it's a chumrah, then sometimes we, we, we can be making it. Correct. That's what I'm saying. No longer is it just used as a chumrah. Huh? It is, it is a chumrah, but now that if you tell people it's a chumrah, then you'll find cases that... I, I, I say that because the chazan ish, because it is very negative, because the chazan ish, supposedly in letters, certain cases he allows certain colours and things. Or others because of this. But the Maita is not accepted out of Rabbi Shemazalman. I'm saying, even in the, the most 
you know, necessary case, he says, this is halacha, now that's where he puts it. It's halacha. It's a, as you said, a chumrah which has become halacha, but no longer can people say, ah, it's a chumrah, so chumrah we can find uh, loopholes. No, there's not. This no, 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 the idea that now they, the minute they see any blood, it's straight away they have to keep all chumras of Dabba and Nidda and everything, seven days. That is what is a chumrah. But now, you'll take out your shofar and say it's a chumrah, it's now possible. That, that's the way that's our offer, that's it. So it says to Rishon Hazal, we can't allow any room for, for kudas in this. Um, right, uh, in fact, I think Rishon Hazal may have even been talking about this before, but that, that's, that's, the, that's, that's, that's the bottom line now. Fine, and that's the chumrah, that even though it's a tip of Sam Kachal, it's such a small amount, what's the likelihood of it being three days? That was, they accepted it, and that's it. That's Halakha Pesukah number one. There's nothing to, to talk about there. Rova Omar. Next, next uh, example. Rova Omar. Well, Lama Dalaf, Lama Dalaf, about 20 in, lines down or so. Rova Omar. Rova says, I'll give you another example of a Halakha Pesukah. Kihadu Rav Heshaya, like that of Rav Heshaya. Dama Rav Heshaya. Marim Odom Al-Tivuato. A person can do Ha'aroma. Ha'aroma means like trickery. A loophole, a legal loophole with his produce, he can bring it in in its raw state, with its chaff, in order that his animal can eat from the produce, it'll be, it'll be uh, exempt from mice. You know, people, the Havdil, are looking for all sorts of loopholes to get out of the tax. Things haven't changed. In those days, they wanted to get out of the halachic tax. What's that? Mice. Now, the halachic is with mice, when is a person required to take the mice from his project? Again, Mid Oraisa. Mid Oraisa. Number one, it's only once it sees what's called the Pnea bias. It comes into the house, comes through the front gate. But number two is, it's also got to have had Miruas on it. On it. Miruas means it's put into a pile, and Miruas is an expression of smoothing, smoothening over. When you smoothen over the pile, at that point it becomes mechuyah, it becomes obligated in trumas and mitzvahs. But only, therefore, if that miruah is done before it comes into the house. But what if I take it into the house, in its raw state, and then I see to it there, and I do the miruah inside the house. Then mid the oraita, mid the oraita, it's exempt from mitzvahs. Now the Rabbonon came along and he said, that you're not allowed to eat what's called Achilas Kavah, you can't have a fixed meal from it without taking the without taking the mice. That's our law. I'll, gi- I'll, I'll give you an example. Let's say it's a, a slightly off, off the, the the normal rules example, but that's Shabbos. Let's say so that means strictly speaking, if I haven't taken mice, if it's not yet a in mice. Maybe I could have an Achidas Arayah, I could eat a little bit. That would be possible. Yes? We say Shabbos, for example, you wouldn't be able to, because automatically Shabbos makes things Muslim and Maisha. And it's Achidas Kibar, automatically. As I said, it's society, it's actually an exception to the rules, it's not the best example. But that's what the Rabbanon said. The Rabbanon said that with the Rabbanon, we're not going to allow you to eat from the Achidas Kibar. Even though, until you've taken the right? Even though, strictly speaking, it's not Mufuya. But, for an animal, the difference between a human being and an animal is that for an animal, it's always viewed as Achilas Arai. It's always viewed as like a temporary form of, of eating. So that's, you know what people used to do? Let me say like this. 
if I take in the produce afterwards, yeah, if I take it in afterwards, I'm get, in other words, after the miruah, after the smooth, smoothing over the pile, it's going to be mechayim ha'maita, minatayra. In which case, I'm going to have to say maita whether I'm eating it or whether my animal's eating it. So I can save myself a little bit of this tax. You know what I'll do? I'll take it in before I do the miruah. I'll take it in in its raw state. Then minatayra, it's not mechayim ha'maita. Minatayra is exact. No, I won't be able to eat Akira's kebab from it without taking the mice But my animal can. Let my animal, my animal will be able to eat from it without having to take mice I gain an extra 10% there. And that's what they do. Now, the little girl question why is that her wrong? If I'm taking it from my animal, what's, what's the problem? See, he's, he's got a pshat, but that's, he argues they speak with Rashi, but the, the, the Roshonim is the Rabbi, and the other goes like Rashi as well. So that's what we'll go with. It's a, it's a loophole, if you want. I haven't done anything wrong, but I'm avoiding having to, to have to give that, uh, that mice. That's halakha psukha number two. It's a clear cut halakha, there's nothing complicated about it. The Evo here comes the last example. If you want, here's another example. Kiyoda Rafuna, like that's of Rafuna. So Omar Rafuna, because Rafuna said, Omar Rabbi Zahira, in the name of Rabbi Zahira, Hamikis Dom, the Behemoth Kadoshim, Osur Bahanor. Some of you bloodlets, that's the blood of a behemoth, of an animal which is cultured. So that blood is Osabano, it's forbidden Tavano from it, Umayalimbo. And if he does, he'll be over on the Elam. The Elam means having benefit from property of culture, of the base Amigdash, and the person is high of a carbon for it, etc., etc. Now this blood is blood of culture. So we say, if you have an oil from it, people used to use that blood, they used to use it as fertilizer. So we say that if you have an oil from that blood, you're involved in the evil. Now, I mean, just to, in, in case anyone is familiar, there, there, we, we do find a Gemara which, which, which uh, talks about the blood, which, which mixed the, the inner and outer blood, and then they used to take it and sell it, and it says anyone who, um, who steals from that blood, he's going to, basically, he's, he will be over on the Elah. The kit that you see from over there, there's strictly speaking, there's no Elah blood. We say there's no, the Gemara says, the Chapar of the we learn out there's no Elah by blood. So Tatus answers, and we won't do the same inside because it's just, a, it's just a idea. You should know that this Issa of Elah on the blood is talking about before the Zerika, before the sprinkling of the blood on his bed. Once they sprinkle the blood on the bear, they've done the kapora. That's the point of the kapora. That's the real point of atonement, not the shackling of the animal, the sprinkling of the blood. Once you've done that, the minatoira, there's no meat on the blood. And that's what the Gemara elsewhere is talking about. But if they did take from it, they, they put a special ban on it, etc., etc. But mid the oraita, that's what we're saying here, clear katalot, very clear. That before the sprinkling, sprinkling of the blood is done on it, it's like the animal itself. It's also about annoyance, it's forbidden, and it'll be over the evil. That's the three examples we have in our of Sukkot. Halakha number one is that women have taken upon themselves, once they see the smallest amount of blood, they take on all the khumras and nidos, zoma, etc., etc. Shiva Nikiya. Example number two was the loophole with the mitre, the people used to take in the produce in its raw state, before the miruah, into the house, and see to it inside there, so that the animals could eat from the produce without having to take mitre. 
And the third halacha is this halacha here about bloodletting. That um, if you bloodlet from the of Kodshin, if somebody has run off, then that blood will be over on the Elam. That's the three examples we have. And why do we want to know this? Just to make sure it's clear, is because because we, we just said in this brighter that you have to go to, into Tefillah and take Halacha to Sukkot. From a clear cut Halacha, it's not something which is going to keep your mind preoccupied during Dabba. So the Gemara. Rabbanon of the Kamatanisid, the Rabbanon did like the Mishnah, and Rabashi of it Kabraisa. Rabashi did like the Braisa. Says Rashi, what does that mean? So Rashi says that we said the, Rab- the, uh, the Rabbanon did like the Mishnah, that means Mitoch Koved Rosh. The Rabbanon, they approached their Tefillah, Mitoch Koved Rosh. This feeling of subjugation. Whereas Rabashi, he did it like the Braisa, and Rashi said Kabraisa, Mitoch Halachot from Abba to That's how he appro- approached Abba. So, one is, one is a feeling of, of awe of, and trepidation. That's the frame of mind which you, the, the, the emotions you go through before you Abba. And the other is that you, you first learn how to Pesukah and then you come to Abba. Well, Torah, to, be, to, be, to, be, to go, we say, uh, to go from Torah into Tefillah. Torah is the, the, the ideal way to go, to go towards Tefillah. But again, it can't be something too complicated. It's got to be a clear katalah. Two different ways of approaching it. The Rabbeinu Yonah actually says, although he says that, that the Pshat is actually did like the Mishnah, of course. But he also did like this, like, tried to look for Halach. Or whatever Pshat we're going to we'll, we'll see in a second. Now, if we, if, if we look at Tosus, Rabbonim of the Kanasnisa, the Rabbonim did like the Mishnah. The Kamosayu Kaimanon, and we pass him like that. That you have to go into Tzvilah, the Tzvilah is with you. Vilochem in Mispalavim, the Tzvilah And therefore we've got to be careful not to dabble from a thing of, or a position of lightheadedness, Uschait, and laughter, Erem Tzvilah it's got to be from a position of subjugation. The simcha shall mitzvah and rejoicing over a mitzvah. Kagoin, for example, shalotak midivrei teirah, he's been oitik in divrei teirah. But ochein noah gulayma pesukit de zimra of ashrei kedem tefillah. That's why we say pesukit de zimra and ashrei before the tefillah. Because those are pesukim of teirah, of simcha. That's why we say those before we dump. Any problems with the with the Tosis there? We just said the Rabbanon did like the Mishnah. What did the Mishnah say? Did it say anything about Sukkim of Torah? Just said Kovet Reish. Humility, subjugation, fear. Well, Simchov may, may well be the opposite. At the end of the day, and Tosa then says, and we pass him at them, and then he starts quoting other things. Simcha Shamitzvah, what's going on here? Let's continue on a, a little bit in the Gemara first, and then we'll come back to the Tosa. Tonarabon. It's been taught in a bright after the two dots. Tonarabon. In Ovidin Nispalel, one shouldn't stand up to Daven, and Lomitech Atzvah, not from a feeling of sadness. 
You can't concentrate if a person's sad, if he's upset. Philomus says, Aslus, not a lackadaisical approach towards davening. Philomus says, Tachait, not through laughter. Philomus says, Tichon, not idle chatter, just speaking and speaking about mundane matters. Philomus says, Kalisroish, not from a position of lightheadedness. Philomus says, Tavarim Italian, not for speaking about matters of nothing. Nothingness, in other words, the God says, I mean, what he calls Tibri Havoi, things which are literally um, exaggeration. The way to approach davening is from the Simcha of a Mitzvah. Which some say, what, what, what is the Simcha of a Mitzvah? Simcha of a Mitzvah, the ideal Simcha of a Mitzvah, Rashi says, for example, words of comfort of Torah. If you're going Tzavachli Gulas Mitzrayim, for example, you can have an extra the Gulas Mitzrayim, just looking to do with Gulas Mitzrayim. O Tzavachli Te'elot, the David, I'm just reading out the Rashi, and I'm going to Simcha here. O Tzavachli Te'elot, the David, or next to Asherah. Shushal Shvach, Metan, so many Dapsukim, or praise, and uh, literally comfort. If you're going to return the array of Yasser, that we say that Hashem carries out the will of those who fear Him. Shem HaShem is called Eavod, that Hashem guards all those who love Him. ウルフゲミクロイタスタルスフィラスアルビスアルビスクミシウィアンマレフキロイテシャシャメスアメダシャモノポテケティボバカイスワンティンザイティスティスティスティスティスティスティスティスティスティスティスティスティスティスティスティ
Rabbanon of the Kamasisim. What did Tosa say? Says Tosus, the Kavosayu came along with Paskanite then, the Lochenim, the Salim, the Metoch Kalit Rosh, the Schoik, and the Metoch Koved Rosh, like the Mishnah. The Simcha Shalmitzah, also Simcha Shalmitzah. That's the second writer here. Kagan, for example, Shalmitzah, with the Vitaira, he was taking the Vitaira, and he says that's why we say Ashrei and Sukkot is Zimra before Tavit. So therefore, what do we see here? So this is obviously saying the Kavasayu means including this second bride. And the reason for that seems to be because there are those, the Rosh, clear like this, that he says, we read the Gemara slightly differently. It says, Rabbonim of the Kamasnitin, the Rabbonim did like the Mishnah, the Tehvid Rosh. And Ravashi of it Kebraita, Ravashi did like the Braita, it doesn't mean the first Braita, it means the Braita coming up. Ravashi did like the Braita, he does it, it says, that's how the Rosh learns. And that's seemingly the way Tosus learns. And I think the Marashal says that's the way Tosus learns. And when he says the Kavosayu, like them, who's them? We pass it like them, who's them? Not just the Rabbonon. It's also Ravashi. We pass it like the Rabbonon and Ravashi, and that's the way it's brought in Shulchan Aruch. So when we approach Tefillah, it's got to be on the one hand, Mithras Kovid Rosh, on the other hand, Mithras Simcha Shalmitzah. Divrei Torah, this is the way we approach this is the way we approach uh, the the, the, uh, the Mishnah Brewer brings from Elio Rabbah and somebody else as well that the, the, the truth is the ideal way to approach Tefillah is Mithras Kemed Rosh just not everyone's capable of it so for those who are not capable, uh, capable of it we have we have the Simcha Samitra we have Stukhi De Zimra and these, these sort of things on the other hand you said before, and seemingly they seem, seem to be opposite ends of the spectrum. But according to what the Rabbi Yenel says, and I think he says it here again, it's, no, it's not the opposite ends. He says, even though you're not allowed to, we tell you, you're not allowed to have tzchayk. This type of tzchayk, this type of simcha is simcha shalmitzah, is a good thing. And the two go, mamash go hand in hand. Because as we said yesterday, the yirah can lead to that simcha. If there is Hashem, the yirah, if there is Hashem, the simcha is one and the same. And therefore, it's not a contradiction. Paskaning like the Mishnah and his price the one and the same. We're saying we, Ravashi, not only did he dump the third Kovid Rosh, did he look to take that Kovid Rosh to the next level, which is that through the Kovid Rosh, it led him to the Pesukah de Zimra, to the Pesukah which expressed his Simcha, Shalmitzvah, and then he went into Dhamma. So therefore, it's not two different levels, or it's not, sorry, it's not two opposites, they're really one and the same, they, one leads into the other. If we take a look at the next process, for the People are eating the Tzorchi Tzibur, it's a very beautiful little place to say, but Ravashi Ovid Kebraita. Ravashi did like the Braita, we said. So he brings the Yerushalmi. Lo Yavid be his parallel elementus vahalocha. A person, when he goes into Dominic, should only be metus vahalocha. Omar Rabbi Yermio. Ho Eitzik the Tzorchi Tzibur, somebody who's Eitzik the Tzorchi Tzibur, to Eitzik the Divinitarius, it's like being Eitzik the Divinitarius. So anyone who's collecting money for the Tzibur, Anyone who's having to write out receipts, receipts for the uh, for the tibur before before dominating, he's trying to dominate, he's having to do that first. He should know that that is, on the contrary, that is the perfect hakdamah to to dominate. That is the perfect way to go towards uh, towards uh, dominating. I suppose because you link yourself into the tibur, that's the the ideal. 
sure they could, there could be other connections, but that's what the, that's what the Yishalmi tells us. So at the point we've come out now, with Imachlekes Rashi and Tosas, well, the we pass in Tosas, Rashi says, the Rabbonon did like the Mishnah, the Tosh Kei Ravashi, he did like the Bright, and he's the first Bright, the Tosh Kei Medrash. Tosas says, no, Ravashi did like the second writer, which go, may well go together with the Mishnah, and we pass in like both of them, which is, that you learn, and which means but we don't pass in like the first writer. It doesn't have to be a halacha pesukah according to this. Why do I say this? Because it comes out very interesting. I don't know if you remember earlier. Just a, a slight point. Maybe it's a partial answer to a question earlier. I don't know if you remember earlier we had when it said that Abba bin Yomin, sorry, here on the base, it says that he used to daven. He used to be so mixed to we said, what does that mean? You're not supposed to daven in front of your bed, you've got an object between you, so we said, no, it means he wouldn't do anything before he daven. He wouldn't get involved in business the way he went straight to daven. So it was Montfilo, straight to daven. So says Rashi, one of the things Rashi says is, he didn't learn before davening. Tosa says, I don't know where you get that from. Right? Maybe, 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 based on what we said here, we can have a little bit of an understanding of what's going on there. Rashi says, you know why he didn't, why, why he, uh, why he didn't learn beforehand? This is Rashi. It may be a Chumrah, maybe the strict halacha is like the is good enough to turn but he wanted to do like Rashi, which was like the first writer. So you don't get involved in learning, which is all sorts of Torah, no, only halacha p'sukah. So he wouldn't get involved in a whole shit. Whereas Tosa says, it's not even a Chumrah. On the contrary, it's very good to get involved in Torah before. And that's Simcha Shemitzvah. So says Tosa, I don't know where you get it from. The two go, they, as they, it's not, it's not, I'm not saying it's absolute, uh, it's absolute Muchach like this, but it could give us a little bit of a, a partial answer to what's going on over there. Rashi, who learns that of Ashi, he did extra, not only the Torah Torah, he also did a Dabda Halacha Pesukah, but not other Torah, because that was, okay, so that's what, that's what um, Abba bin Yaman did as well. He wouldn't get involved in other Torah. Whereas Tosa says, who would you find who did like that brighter? Rebashi, no, he did like the other brighter, like the Simcha Shemitah brighter. That Dabda to learn before, before Dabda, that's the perfect way to go towards Dabda. So therefore Tosa says, I don't know where Rashi gets it from. Carries on the Gemara. V'chein tano mori bar bereidir apuno bereidir abiyirmi abarabu. So too, he taught, some say the Gaon takes out, and uh, I think the Rabbiniyona also takes out the word v'chein, it may be something separate, depending on what the Gersa was about. Ad yipater odo mi chavera eno v'tertva halocha. When you depart from somebody, it should only be v'tertva halocha. Again, some say halocha p'tukah, some say halocha, different Gersa's. Shemitoch kach v'chreim. Because through that, he'll, you'll remember him. You'll remember him, says the God, why? Very posh why? Because what do we say? The game very personal to Purim is, we learn it from Esther, If I quote a halakha I heard, I have to say who I heard it from. So if I'm departing from my best friend, and a year later, what, how am I going to make sure that he remembers me? So I tell him a Dvaloch, that means if a year later he quotes this Dvaloch, he's going to have to mention my name. Ah, through that he'll remember me. Yeah? 
The Gaon says a, a nice touch as well. He says, We have earlier said, if two people learn together, and it's nice on the post shout of the Gemara there, he says to shout that if you've got two people learning, it's means you're more likely to remember it. Yeah? So he says, so too here, the same idea. When you're leaving your friend, the last thing you should do is learn a halacha together. Not you'll remember him, you'll remember it. You remember the halacha. Yeah? Because when two people learn together, you're more likely, more, more likely to remember it. And uh, a mic said, which I'm sure you, some of you may, may have heard of, whenever the God used to depart from somebody, what would he say to them? You know what he used to say? Like a halacha psukha. Which on the face of it sounds like it's a simple one. But Machwekes, between a Yochid and a majority, the Halach always follows the majority. Always follows the majority. But at the same time, besides that, obviously we're talking about we're not just a Yochid, but a Rabbin there, but they say, you know why he quoted that? Because the Roshi Tevez of Yochid, Rabbin, Halach, Karabim is Yud, Vov, Hei, Chaf, which is the name of the Malach which accompanies somebody on a journey. So that's why the God you could have to quote that quote that one. It's in the Yeshiva Tisa Eddie, and it's also hinted at there. I think it's I think it's in there. Let's just finish off with, with a story which illustrates this illustrates this point. From Pumnaro, just read the the mouth of the river. Until um, until Beit Sanito is a place where they have uh, lots of um, uh, palm trees, the Bobel or Bobel. Kimotel often when he reached there, Omale Rabkana said to him, Mar Vadai, the Omni Inchi, you should know that people definitely say, Hani Sanito the Bobel, these palm trees the Bobel, Ifnuhumi Odom Orishan Vatashto. They've been around from the times of Odom Orishan until now. So Omale, so Rabshimi Barashi said back to him, Oh, Abkarsal Milsa, the Rabbi Yitzhi Rabbi Khanino, you reminded me of something Rabbi Yitzhi Rabbi Khanino said. So Omar Rabbi Yitzhi Rabbi Chanino might have said, what's the shot in the Pesach? What's the shot in the Pesach which, which, uh, which says, the Eretz, lo Omar Boch Ish, in a land where no one, no Ish has passed through it, the lo Yoshav Odom Shom, and no man has dwelt there. Well, if people haven't passed through there, how could anyone have ever lived there? Seems to be a little... It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not to tell you, any land the Odom Marishan decreed that there should be a Yishuv inhabitation there, this Yashua, it became inhabited. If Odom Marishan was not going down for Yishuv, learn this Yashua, because as we know, Odom Marishan, he gave the names to all the animals, he set up the world, so to speak, as, as we have it. And that's what it means, Velo Yashua, for Odom. Velo Yashua, Odom Shah. If Odom didn't say there should be a Yisra there, there was no one there. No one even passed through, it could be, etc. Um, Rav Mordechai, I love you, Rav Shimi Barashi, now Akurunya, Vav Bekipe, Mordechai here accompanied Rav Shimi Barashi from a place called Akurunya until Bekipe, but Omidon, some say, of Beidura until a place called Beidura. Rabbi Hananya, Ben Akasha, Amen. Rav Mordechai, Rav Shimi Barashi, 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 Rav Shimi Bar